Alright, this is going to be a little mini preview of what I plan on playing for this card. Uh, UFC 259, headlined by, of course, Izzy, uh, Izzy Adesanya versus Jan Blakowicz. Um, pretty good card from top to bottom. The prelims looks um, pretty stacked, like, you know, all the way down to the first fight, uh, all the way to the main event. And uh, pretty excited for this one. From a fan's perspective, I give it a pretty high score. Um... And from a betting perspective, I actually uh, have a couple of spots here that I really like. And um, that I do plan on playing as well. Um, and I'll actually just start from the bottom. just uh, And I'll, I'll kind of just blaze through this one. And I'll uh, do another cast with uh, somebody else. And um, maybe go in a little more depth if I can. But uh, I'll, I'll just blaze, blaze through this one here. So um, from bottom to top, we have Trevin Jones versus Mario Bautista. Uh, Batista is a uh, decently sized favorite here. Um, I don't really know too much about Trevin Jones. I know he came out and upset, uh, what's his face, uh, the Russian dude. Um, yeah, I forget his name, but uh, yeah, he came out and upset him. Um, so that was a you know, good win on his end. But um, yeah, I really don't know too much about him. Uh, I know he won by knockout, and looking at his record, he doesn't really have too many knockouts. So I don't know if that was like a fluke or something, but... Um, Bautista, on the other hand, um, doesn't really have much hype or anything, anything like that behind him. So I, I, I don't think. Um, I mean, like it's it's kind of a big line, but you know, just seeing from the little that I have seen from him, he does look pretty good. I know he he came off a really big win with a flying knee in his last uh fight. Dude, super tall, super lanky. Um, you know, he's pretty well rounded. He's got some decent striking, decent athleticism, and uh. He's got some, uh, you know, a little bit of wrestling in his in, uh, in his in his game as well. So, um, I do think he should be the warranted favorite here, but I just I don't really know how these guys match up together, um, and I'm not willing to pay uh, that high of a price at negative two thirty to see to find out. Um, but I am picking Mario Bautista here. Um, he looked pretty good, and he's uh, he's got some experience on his hand here, and a uh, pretty uh, you know tall and nicky guy for the division so uh yeah i'll pick him uh elon cruz versus euros medic i can't say i've seen uh i don't i didn't get to i didn't get a chance to watch medic's last fight i know he, on judging by his record he looks like a finisher um looks like a submission threat um but yeah i, I didn't get a, i didn't get to catch his fight i forget why um uh elon cruz um got knocked out by that what's what's his name the ginger dude um on the uh contender series he had a nice knockout with that uh I think with a front kick or a flying knee or something. I forget what it was. Um yeah, I I think these guys are uh still kinda new to the game, so it's really hard to tell what they're made out of, so can't really uh hard to really pick this one, so that's kinda be a skip for me. There's too many good fights on this card for me to, to put any stock into this uh fight at all, so that that's gonna be a skip for me. Um Rogerio Bonterin versus Kai Car France. Um, France uh, Kai is negative one forty and Bonterin is plus one twenty. Um, I think this fight's pretty close. Should be where I pick him. Um, I guess the value is a little bit on Bontorin here. Um, Bontorin is, a <clears throat> I think he de- he debuted against uh, fuck. I'm gonna have to look these guys' names up because I I can never remember their names. Um. Against that Russian dude who's really good. Uh, let's see here. What's his name? 
Magomed Bibulatov. And uh yeah, and he's and he's got a win against Paiva, which is a good win as well. Um looks like a very strong grappler, a uh, really good back taker. Uh really just overall like pretty strong dude. Pretty got a good he's got a pretty good record too, 16 and 2. Has a loss to Ray Burke though, where he got uh, thoroughly outwrestled. So um I'm not really sure. I mean, he he's a good grappler, but uh, it looks like he could be outgrappled himself, um which Probably wouldn't happen. Probably not gonna happen here. But you know, Kaikara, uh France has shown some pretty good k- wrestling himself. Um, but you know, he's he's not uh, a wrestler. He's more of a striker. Uh, although he will s- mix it up here and there. But I don't think he wants to do that against uh, uh, against uh, Bontarin here. So uh, I'm thinking this is probably gonna be a striker versus a grappler matchup for the most part. Not to say that either guy can't grapple or strike, but, you know, it's going to be, like, kind of more that way. Um, and Fran, Akai, he, he's very inconsistent, you know, and um, I think this is going to be a very, very, very close fight. I think it's going to go over. Um, the over set at negative 225, kind of expensive, but I do expect it to go over. I mean, they are flyweights, and most of the fights do go over. However, if the fight does finishes, I might expect Roger uh Monterin to win by submission. So I'm gonna stay away from this uh, stay away from the over. Um but there is a little bit of value on Monterin. I might throw him just throw a little bit of money on him just for you know just for the value sake. But um no idea should be a should be a really close one. Um Monterin by decision at plus three twenty three and maybe I might put a little bit of a little bit of money on that. Um, a safe play would be, uh, well, not a safe play, actually, never mind. I was going to mention Monterine by no scorecards, but, um, I mean, yeah, I, 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 uh, I'm not sure about that one, so, um, I mean, the, the odds aren't out either, either way, so, um, yeah, if I were to pick, I would, I would play the over on this one, and then secondly, I would probably play Bontarin's uh, money line just for the value, but not a strong pick for me. Um, not really too sure about that one. So uh, I did. I just think that it's going to be competitive. So next fight is going to be Jake Matthews versus Sean Brady. Uh, Brady is a pretty decently sized favorite here. Um, the undefeated Brady, that is. Um, this fight, I mean, man, Matthews. I don't know if he's getting any better. He's gotten a little bit more technical, but he's gotten really boring lately. I, 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 his last few fights have been very forgetful, so I, I, I can't remember his last couple of performances, um, just because they were just lackluster and kind of boring and a little bit too safe. So I, I don't know about, about Matthews here. Um, Brady on the other hand looks looks pretty good. He's, his boxing looks good. His um, looks pretty strong. Uh, looks like a good wrestler, good jujitsu guy. Um, I'm going to play Brady by decision here at plus 140. Um, although, um, just statistically speaking, Matthews has been finished before. Um, and he's been finished a couple of times before, so, um, I don't feel too safe about it. But, I mean, just statistics-wise, most of Sean Brady's fights do go to decisions. He doesn't tend to finish people, but I'm not to say, not to say that he can't finish this fight, just because Matthews has been finished before. And, um, if Brady ever wants to break into, uh... Upper echelon, he um, he should start trying to attempting to finish these fights and uh, but uh, 
I mean, Matthews is, is not a, you know, not a pushover. So I, I expect Brady to have a little bit of, a, you know, pushback here. So I'm going to pick Brady here by decision, a plus 140. Um, I, I'm also thinking that the fight will go over two and a half as well. I think I think if the fight does finish, I'm picking Sean Brady by third run finish. Um, he, he seems to be the type of guy that uh, kind of goes for the late finishes. So, um, um, yeah, if the fight does finish, I might throw a little bit of change on Brady by third run finish. I don't know what the odds are right now, but it'll probably come out in a couple of days. Um, but, yeah, my value pick is going to be a, a prop pick. is going to be Brady by decision. Uh, fight, I think it's going to go over as well. I do think he's going to win as well. So those are a couple of ways you can play it. Um... If Matthews does win, um, how did he win this? Um, uh, I don't think he's going to out-wrestle Sean Brady here. So he's going to have to win a striking battle here. And uh, I think Brady is a cleaner boxer. But um, who knows, man? Um, Brady's still a little bit unproven as well. So it's really hard to tell. But uh, my gut tells me to pick Brady here. So <clears throat> Next fight is Kennedy and Jekyll. Versus Carlos Olberg. I've seen a little bit of Carlos's uh fight in the contender series. Looks like he's a really really good striker. Um, powerful dude. Um, Kennedy on the other hand is more of a he's he's kind of, I mean they're both a little bit in, inexperienced. Um, Kennedy still freaking himself out. He doesn't really have too much power, but he's got super duper long limbs and uh lengthy dude. Uh, doesn't throw as hard as Carlos, but. I think Carlos has the power edge here, and Kennedy has a bit more uh, volume, I suppose. Um, it's a light heavyweight fight. I, I'm probably going to skip this, um, especially, you know, light heavyweights that are outside of the top 10, top 15. It's going to be a lot of variance. Um, you know, there's a ton of power that goes into the mix, so it's really hard to uh, rely on anybody when you, when it comes to the betting portion. But pick-wise, I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Carlos Olberg. Um, comes from a good camp, and I, th I think he fights with uh, Sadie Kickboxing, so, you know, he's got some of his team on the card, so, um, I'm expecting him to win, but that's a no-pick for me, man. Don't know enough about these two guys, so, no, no, don't know, about, know enough about these two guys, so, <clears throat> that was getting kind of dry. Let me see here. <clears throat> Next fight, uh, Jordan Espinosa versus Tim Elliott. Um, these two guys, um are kind of funky wrestlers with a lot of footwork mixed in between. And um really hard to tell cuz Elliot has kind of been ha has had a up up and down career. <clears throat> He's kind of getting a little bit closer to the end of his career as well. Uh, I don't expect him to I don't expect expect Tim Elliot to get back to um the top again ever again or anywhere you know near the top again um so he's kind of a, a middling fighter at this at this point and Jordan Espinosa is uh, never was and I don't, I don't think he ever will be in the past I think a lot of people have given Espinosa um a ton of uh, respect you know especially with you know a lot of his uh, lines have been I mean he's been the favorite a lot and I've never liked the dude never did never will and I've always pretty much bet against him throughout his entire career so um i'm gonna go against him here again and i'm gonna pick tim elliott uh, via pressure i think es espinoza um, i mean there's one thing he's good at he does have pretty good footwork and he's pretty fast dude you know very good at getting in and out but um i think elliott is uh i think 
how the, how they match up together is I think Elliott's going to be um, uh, the guy throwing a ton more volume and the guy moving forward. And I think he's going to be the better wrestler here, too. So if it hits the ground, I think Elliott's going to be the one getting the takedowns. Um, I, I can see Espinosa, you know, landing their harder shots. And uh, just because Elliott doesn't really have a ton of power, he throws a little pitter-patter and, little, you know, awkward, weird, you know, strikes. Um, I think Espinosa will probably have the harder punches. But I think Elliot. I don't think he's got enough power to put Elliot away, and I think Elliot's gonna just uh, maybe win on volume, maybe win on a couple like you know edge out a couple of the takedowns and here and there, and uh, win a decision here. So um, give me Elliot by decision here. <clears throat> Not a fan of Espinosa, like I, like I had mentioned. Um, uh, Livia Souza versus Amanda Lemos. Um, I got Lemos here. I think she's going to overpower her. She's got the better striking. She's the meaner meaner fighter in the cage. Uh, throws more better I mean the cleaner punches more you know her mechanics are a lot cleaner uh Souza fights like th- hits like a girl so to speak like she doesn't really I don't know uh her st- her jiu-jitsu is okay I think Lemos is just going to be overall more powerful more like hulky and there um she's just more physically stronger than Souza and uh yeah I expect um Amanda Lemos to batter Souza probably win a decision um she has some pretty good power for a straw weight um but i want to say she's gonna win a decision possibly but yeah give me her give me amanda lemos just uh by being the more brute brute strength uh opponent in the cage uh joe benavides versus askar askarov um pretty decent fight um this is uh askar's uh you know, moment to shine fighting against a former uh, title challenger here. Um, Benavides is, uh, you know, close to the end of his uh, chapter as well. Probably going to retire here if he loses, I'm guessing, um, depending on how he loses. But um, I think Askar Askarov is a really good wrestler. Um, very calculated striker as well. I mean, he's not going to wow you with his striking, but uh, he's, you know, he's... Uh, you know he can fight at both stances, and he's um, you know he, he's he's pretty accurate. He just doesn't throw a ton of volume on the feet, but he's a pretty decent striker, a very uh, you know he's adequate there. Um, in the grappling realm, I don't think I mean Benavides is always he's always been pretty good defensively and offensively here. So I think uh, in the grappling realm, I think it might cancel each other out. Um. I just think Askarov is just going to win just, you know, being more youthful in here. Um, he's got, you know, a little more gas in the tank. He's he's still a... Uh, uh, um, yeah, I, I just think Askarov is probably going to win the striking battle. Uh, striking... Uh, I think he's going to win on the feet and I think on the ground. Um, while Benavides is a really tough guy to out-wrestle, I think, you know... Askar Askarov is a pretty dogged wrestler, and uh, you know I think he's gonna be pushing the pace. And um, overall, I I think he's just uh, you know he's he's very well rounded himself. So I I don't see a, a spot where Joseph Benavides could exploit so much. Um, if, if anything, you know m- maybe if you know Benavides hits you know hurts him on the feet, and you know maybe forces some bad shots out of Askar, maybe that might get him the victory here. But um, yeah, man, ten years. I mean, like, man, yeah, he's he's a whole lot younger, and uh, I I expect uh, Askar Askarov to uh, win this fight. I think, uh, um, 
he's just a really overall skilled dude. I, I don't think the experience gap is going to uh, uh, um, make a huge difference here. So uh, I like Askar Askarov by decision. Um, also like his money line. I think this fight should go over as well. So th- those are a couple of different ways to play it. I think uh, if but Benavidez wins, um, you know, the, taking the over might cover him as well. Um, and same thing for Elliott versus Espinosa. If you're on the Espinosa side, I, I think taking the over might be a good play as well. Um, yeah. All right, moving on. Um, Kyler Phillips versus Yudong Song. Um, there's, a, there's been a lot of star weights and bantam weights and a lot of uh, smaller dudes fighting here. Um, yeah, there are, there has been. Anyways, uh, Dan, this is a really good fight. Uh, I I mean, Yudong Song, you know, we know who he is. He's a pretty hyped fighter out of China. Kyler Phillips doesn't have as much hype as Yudong Song, but uh, he's a pretty damn good fighter himself. Um, I think he's a black belt in jiu-jitsu, really good wrestling, really good striking. Um, Both guys can pretty much do it all. Um, They could submit you, they can knock you out, they could wrestle, they can pretty much do it all. And, uh, man, this is a really, really solid fight. I don't know who's gonna win this one to be honest um it could really go either way i think this fight should be a 50 50 fight um negative 110 apiece that's what i think um the power edge will probably go to uh yudong song i, I mean it's, the fight's set at pretty close i mean yudong is negative 135 and phillips is plus 115 so i kind of agree with that um you know the odds here i mean it, it being even wouldn't wouldn't be bad either um Yudong probably has the power edge here, like I said. Um, but man, yeah, this fight's gonna be uh, all over the place. I think they're both really, really solid dudes. Wouldn't sleep on either of these two guys. Uh, you know, moving, moving up the, uh, the you know the ranks here. So, yeah, there's, there's a ton of showcase uh, bantamweights and uh, flyweights here, and just the smaller dudes uh, should be. A, and and a lot of these guys are are you know st- are still really really good fighters. So. Um, Really excited for this one. I don't have a pick for this one. Um, I think it's just gonna be too close of a of a call. Um, main event. I mean, a prelims headliner uh, Casey Kenny versus Dominic Cruz. Um, Dom is pushing twenty. I mean, thirty six, thirty seven years old now. Um, hard to sad to say, but I think he's gonna lose here to Casey Kenny. Casey Kenny's on the rise, looking really, really good. Uh, really solid southpaw. Just has been killer with his body kicks um solid dude you know both most of most guys in the bantamweight divisions are just going to be athletes all around fighters you know no weaknesses really so i think this entire card has had um you know as far as the uh the lighter weight fighters they're all pretty damn well-rounded uh and that's no difference uh here um yeah man uh the safe bet would be probably be over two and a half. Um, however, that's pretty damn expensive. Is at negative two fifty five? So fuck that. Um, I think Casey Kenny's gonna win a decision here, man. Um, he's just a really solid dude, and just, a, you know, Cruz is kind of on his way out. So what can you say? You know, like I think even in uh, even in Cruz's prime, I think this fight would have been competitive as well i think casey kenny's uh you know solid dude um but yeah man fuck i gotta take kenny here just by age here um wouldn't mind seeing dominic cruz win this but um yeah it 
should be a decision either way. So I'll take Kenny by decision. Or take the over two and a half. To be safer, to just in case uh, Dominic Cruz does win here. Um. Yeah. Tiago Santos versus Alexander Alexander Rakic. Um, this is the first fight on the pay-per-view. Um, pretty explosive fight here. Both guys are, uh, you know, they have a ton of power. You know, light heavyweights here. Um, Rakic is the favorite at negative 155. Um, Rakic, even though he's uh, billed as a striker, he's, uh, he's also a pretty good wrestler as well. Um... I, hmm, I wonder if he's gonna wrestle Thiago Santos here. I think Rakic is the rightful favorite. I mean, Santos did come off of that those bad knee surgeries, so um, I mean, he got finished by uh, Glover in that last fight. Did give uh, Glover a hard time though, just because uh, I mean Santos hits fucking hard, and we noticed already. So, um, you know, when it comes to betting light heavyweight fights, it's just too much variance, you know. You could be losing until you lose, you know, and you could be winning the fight until you lose. Just because these boys have such, uh, I mean, these guys have big power, so it's like, it, it's, I think betting the smaller weight fighters are going to be much more of a safer bet than betting these two knockout artists. So um, I'm going to stay away from this one. I think uh, there's some value on Santos, however, but yeah, I would, I'm going to have to stay away from this one. This is a very, very dangerous fight to be betting on light heavyweights who uh, could end the fight at any point. So, um, fun fight as a fan. Um, from a betting perspective, that's it has to be a skip there. Um, lightweight fight: Drew Dober versus Islam Makachev. Um, Makachev is a huge favorite, negative three thirty. Um, I do expect Makachev to win here. I think. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't fault anybody for taking Dober at two seventy five. Those those are pretty big odds um i just uh yeah man these fucking dagestanis are just fucking you know masters at their craft so um maybe if dober were to win it would be like um if he can get islam to be like desperate for the takedowns maybe he could um defend some of those and just knock them out you know i mean dober has knocked out a couple of softballs himself and Islam has been knocked out by a southpaw before, which is um, was against uh, what's his name, the other the Brazilian southpaw. I forget his name, the black belt dude. Um, so yeah, I mean, and then Dober has also knocked out a uh, Nasrat Hackpress as well. So um, I wouldn't sleep on Dober here, but um, yeah, man, you can't bet against Islam. He's too damn good in the wrestling portion. So um. Probably going to stay away from this just because his odds are a little bit too wide. I think maybe closer to fight day, some money might come in on Dober just because the odds are a little too wide. Um, but my price point for Islam might be negative 250 maybe. Um, even then, I don't know. I don't know if I feel good about playing negative uh, 250 line just because there are other spots on this card that uh, I could take advantage of. But um, you know what too? Like, man... This is Islam's moment to shine. He, you know, he's on a big pay-per-view card. You know, it's going to be a lot of eyes on him. Um, he's been getting hyped, you know, to take over the throne after Khabib has left. So he better come out here and finish the fight because, um, interestingly enough, Dober's been knocking out his last three opponents, but he's also been finished his last three 
uh, times that he's lost as well. So um, I wouldn't sleep on the on uh, Islam winning by finish here as well. Maybe like a mounted triangle, like he's really good at with maybe an arm triangle or or something like that. But um, I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt that he wouldn't be able to finish this fight. And same thing for Dober as well. Dober has been going for the chunks lately. I mean, be, you know, Dober in his early career he doesn't really have too much knockouts. Surprisingly, just because dude looks so fucking buff and kind of a, you know, tanky of a guy. Um, but lately, he's been getting some knockouts. He's been kind of forcing the issue. He's been getting extremely aggressive with folks. So I can see, uh, you know, if Dober gets out-wrestled for the first, you know, round and, round and a half or maybe two rounds, I can see him just going berserker um, and going for the knockout here. But um, I expect uh, Islam to out-wrestle him and possibly get a submission if he... Uh, you know, outworks Derber enough and gets him a little tired or something. But um, yeah, my pick is gonna be Islam here. Uh, can't play the money line, but I will put a little bit of money on the uh, submission line. Um, just for the odds. I don't know what that's gonna be like, but um, I'm guessing it might be like maybe plus three fifty or something. So we'll see. Um, throw some change on that. Um, Sterling versus Peter Jan. Odds are even. Pretty close fight. Really hard to call, but. I'm going to go with the over three and a half in this winner. I think they're both going to be really competitive. Um, if the fight does end, I think, I mean, early, I mean, I'll, Sterling can, I mean, you know, he showed before that, uh, you know, if he gets his arm around your neck, you're, you're, you know, you're going to sleep. And he did that at Corey Sanhagen in the first round. So um, I lost some money on that one because I took the over. So um kind of gave me a little PTSD because I was the last leg in my parlay. But um yeah, I think this fight's going to go over three and a half here. I think, uh, you know, Sterling plays that game where he's kind of fighting out, on the ra- out in the range and then getting you to kind of uh, close the gap. And then he goes and, you know, uh, then he goes and, uh, you know, shoots a, uh, shoots his shot and gets you down. So I don't know if that's going to work here against Peter Yan. Uh, Peter Yan is pretty good all around as well. Um, you know, he's a switch stance fighter, can fight pretty square sometimes. And uh, I think that his kind of fundamental style is going to trump. I mean, like, I, I guess I'm kind of talking myself into leaning towards Peter Yan here. Um, but I think um, eventually that range game that Sterling plays, he's, I think it's, the gap is going to close with Peter Yan moving forward and just kind of squaring up and just getting it out of Jermaine Sterling's face. I think uh, the pressure from Peter Yan is going to get to Sterling. Um... But I, I know Sterling is going to look good in spots here. And I think this should be a really close fight and a very competitive fight. So I'm going to take the over three and a half here. I don't think either guy is going to finish each other. I think it's going to go all five rounds. Um, don't know who's going to win this one. But uh, I'm going to lean towards Peter Yan. But uh, there's, no, there's really no telling, man. Uh, Sterling can get to your back and really backpack you. And that could be the end of the round right there. So that's a really good round winner. So um, round, round winning style. So... Super competitive. Over three and a half is the play. Um, I'm gonna lean towards Peter Yan, but not hundred percent sure. I think Peter Yan has a better boxing here, and Sterling has a better kick. So, um, coming event: Megan Anderson versus Amanda Nunez. The odds on uh, Amanda Nunez is negative a thousand. Um, obviously can't play that. I'm gonna pick Amanda Nunez by knockout, plus one ten or plus one twenty or something, just cause um. That's how she usually finishes people, and I don't see why she... I mean, she could easily take Megan Anderson down and just choke her out, but, you know, why why, why do that when you can get a spectacular knockout? And um, 
I don't feel like Nunez needs to really push for the knock for the takedown either way. So I think she can handle herself fine in the stand up. I don't see Megerson, Megan Anderson uh, being a threat. I mean, the easy way out would be Nunez just to take her down and submit her or, you know, ground upon her or whatnot. But I think Nunez wants to stand with her and and it's not like Megan Anderson has one knock one punch knockout out either way. So yeah, give me Nunez by knockout. Izzy Adesanya versus Jan Blakovic. Um, I'm thinking Izzy's going to roll here. Um, his odds are pretty decently priced. You don't really get to see these type of odds very often. Uh, Izzy is negative 230. Um, man, I guess I'm a little bit biased because I've never really liked Jan. Um, but I think the speed is going to be the difference here. I think Izzy is going to be um, able to land at range. Um, I know Jan had a issue, had problems with uh, fighting. What's his face? Tiago Santos, where Santos was really kind of just picking him apart at range, and um, Jan was kind of too big, too slow to kind of um, close the distance. And then, you know, he kind of played a really patient game, and eventually, I'm um, speaking in regards to that Tiago Santos fight. He when he decided to like fuck, I'm just gonna close the gap and rush in. He went and got himself knocked out, so um, running into a really huge punch. I don't think it is Izzy has that much uh, power, but he does have speed and accuracy. So, um, you know, if Jan comes in like sloppy, he can knock him out. But, um, yeah, it's hard to, kind of hard to tell. I think it's going to be depending on Jan here. So I think I'm, my head says I'm leaning towards Izzy Adesanya by decision. I know he can knock him out. Um, it just really depends on how Jan approach, approaches this fight. So if, he, if Jan comes out here and just tries to be technical... I think uh, Izzy's going to win by decision. But if he, you know, at some point gets really frustrated like he did against Thiago Santos and rushes in, I think Izzy's going to find the perfect counter and knock him out. Um, but the odds are pretty juicy on odds on by knock decision, so I kind of want to play it. Um, I haven't played it yet, but I think I will end up playing it. But I, I will take Izzy by money line, and I can see him becoming the double champ here. Kind of weak because, uh, like I said, I don't. Like Jan Blakovic, I think that Polish power is overrated. I don't think he's that big of a puncher. Um, I think the fight will go over two and a half as well. I think it's going to be a late finish, if so. If he does finish the fight. But um, I'm leaning towards the decision, like I had mentioned. So I think ways to play this fight is going to be Izzy by money line over two and a half. Um, uh, Izzy by decision for the value. And um, yeah, I think that's how the fight will go. I don't see... If Jan wins, I think he would just have to figure out... I mean, if he has to get on top somehow. Um, even then, like... Hmm. Yeah, I think I think the speed is going to be the killer here. So, um, give me Izzy Adesanya. So, yeah, that was the card. Um, all of the of those picks that I had mentioned uh, were pretty good. Pretty decent picks. Um, a little bit. Some of them were a little bit juice, but um, that's pretty much everything I'm gonna be playing. There's a ton of overs that I'm gonna be playing. Um, so a couple of money lines here and there, a couple of decision lines on a couple of these fighters. You know, if you have access to that, that'd be uh, you know, uh, pretty good to play. So uh, yeah, I mean, I guess I was wasn't planning planning on going into more, into too much detail with this cast. Um, but maybe uh, if I can, I'm a pretty busy fucking dude. I run fucking pretty big business, so. Um, if I can find some time, I'll find somebody to cast with, and maybe we can kind of play a little bit devil advocate and bounce, you know, ideas back and forth and have a bit of a discussion. But um, yeah, thanks for listening. Um, 
this cast, um, I think I'm leaning towards just being on one platform, which is, um, well, not one platform, but just, um, through, uh, audio platforms like Spotify and, uh, Stitcher and I, I, iTunes and, uh, things like that. I, um, uh, I just, I'm super fucking busy. Like I said, I'm fucking the CEO of my business, uh, of my own business, and I don't really have the time to sit around and edit videos and things like that. So I just, um, you know, maybe somebody, if anybody out there wants to partner with me, I wouldn't mind casting it. I just don't have the time to edit and post these videos. Um, I'll post this one on YouTube this time, but, um, man, I just really don't have the time in the future. So I find me on Spotify, find me on iTunes and, um, and, um, other podcasts, uh, other podcast platforms, um, in the near future. I will once in a while do some pay-per-views and post it on YouTube. But man, like I said, uh, if anybody out there wants to partner up and do this cast together and, and, and do the editing, I wouldn't mind hopping on a, on a video you know, YouTube uh, call as, uh, as well. So, um, you know, reach out to me. Um, I'm Rebel Lion on Sherdog. You can DM me there, uh, message me there, or uh, you can find me uh, on Instagram at RentFreeMMA as well. Or uh, just uh, message me in the, uh, yeah, I think that might, those might, those two might be the best way to reach me out to me. So, uh, uh, rebel underscore lion on Sherdog and uh, rent free MMA on, um, on Instagram. Good luck, everybody.